Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And our guest today is Peter Hansen, who had a near-death experience during a terrible accident and was in a coma for 10 days when he was 21. And now, Peter channels Archangel Gabriel. So I'm sure there's so much we're going to learn new today. Peter's website is channelingarchangel.com. Peter Hansen, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Thank you, Sandra. It's such a pleasure to be here. You know, I've been a longtime follower of your show and, and know so many who's been on it. And it's just it's just such an honor to be here today and share my story. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to talk to you because it's it's like uncharted territory uh, talking about uh, channeling archangels. And um, yeah, you know your story better than anyone. Maybe you could tell us a little bit maybe where you're from originally and, and what happened and where your story began. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say it's funny when you say this is new to all of you. Like, I feel like, how can it be new? Like, this is like, it seems normal to me. (laughs) That's what happens. Exactly. But I'm from Denmark and um, I I grew up in Denmark, Copenhagen, and I I lived the first 25 years of my life in in Denmark. And that's where I had my accident when I was 21, which is 25 years ago now. Um, And I was working as a pastry chef. Uh, in a local bakery and I was on my way home from actually I was not on my way home yet I was delivering some cakes that's the last thing we're going to do that day before I wrapped up the day I didn't have a seatbelt on I was driving in a van it was an August afternoon it was warm probably windows down and it could have been a bee it could have been fell asleep it could have been a lot of things I did go back in past life regression to see what really happened uh, but it is a little unknown exactly how I know it was an exit point for me and I went into a terrible accident. Um, the van, like 70, 80 miles an hour, was rolling, and I flew out the windshield. I cracked my head open and lost a piece of my skull. Oh, wow. And Horrible. Yeah, I saw the police photos later on with a piece of my bone skull with skin on it and hair on it. Oh. <laughs> but very graphic. Um, but I, it totally knocked me out at the moment, of course. And um, I believe I flatlined, uh, and I... I I remember the the silver lining is like I can just picture it. I can see it. I can see the whole accident, like observing it, you know, like I am the observer, you know, watching myself, you know, out of body. And I just, it was an exit point for me and I could see I was leaving this world and then stopped and got pulled back. You know, it was my highest self who pulled me back, I believe, um, my choice, you know, not to exit. Um, and it was, it was such a, a, a life-changing experience i mean there's so many more details to that part it's like uh, funny coincidences like my driving teacher who taught me how to drive was the first responder really a different client uh, teaching uh, whoever was to drive and he called the 911 and they got there like in seven to nine minutes it was like quite a miracle that i survived at all you know and they took me to uh, two different hospitals and it was funny for several years i wasn't associating my elevator experience with between life experiences I, I i remembered it like clearly i was in this elevator and there was these two guys there and it was not till later i did a lot of research years later that i learned that many other near-death experience survivors you know they had the same visions the same experience you know about being in this elevator and it was like it totally clicked when i, I realized that it was like i was there like <laughs> 
I, I was on the way out, but then I decided to stay and came back down. You know, it's like such a, a powerful uh, emotional filled, you know, uh, realization. You know, it's like God is it. You know, I went to the other side, and then it opened up my my whole vision, my multidimensional spiritual body uh, in so many ways, which I didn't realize right away. Um, it kind of it's such uh, overpowering and, and at first you have to uh, assimilate all that new stuff, you know, like you, you just thought you died and then you came back and it's like, what right. happened here, you know? And I, I, that's how I felt in my mind. It was like, I was 100%, my mind was, but my body, of course, was weak <laughs> from being in the coma and going through that, you know, recovery. Can you tell us about uh, the elevator? Because I, I don't, for you, I'm sure, well, I don't know this. Is it still visual that you can picture it? As if it was not 25 years ago? Is it, the memory I, I is clear? See, yes, it's clear as, as day, you know. It's, yeah. I remember being pushed into it by two guys and I don't want to say it's black <laughs> because I, I, I don't remember this being black, but it's like, it just it was, um, I guess the shade, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, it wasn't like bright white. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it was, it was, right. it was. Kind of like a, I don't know if it was shadow or what it was, but I just remember these two two guys, you know, were pushing me and they didn't say anything, but it was just taking me um, up and up and up and up, and uh, that was so visual, you know, and and it's really extent of it, I guess, you know, like I just remember that so so clear, you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. It's not like it opened and I came in and spoke to somebody. It did not go that far. It was like it was stopped before that, and it was like, nope, he's not going that far, and like take him back. You know, Time to that come was back. The, yeah. It was like it was not even a question. You know, you have more to do, and 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 that's something that got revealed to me after that is that I moved to the United States, California, Los Angeles, of all places, the city of angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Within a couple of years after, when I was twenty-five, I, I packed up my things in Denmark and I moved over here, and I really knew nothing about it it was just a, it was a calling it was the west coast it was the sun it was like and Archangel Gabriel which I learned later I know is of the west you know protecting the west of the light and and I felt I was called to come and, and shine my light and work here you know yeah um, did you it's amazing there's a lot of transformations that happen from what I know people have these experiences a lot of change and for you to pick up and and move quite a distance too. Did you give up the uh, pastry chef and just jump on an airplane and go to the <laughs> States? Yeah, I, I was in a relationship with a young girl and uh, we moved here for six months together and her brother was already here for eight months, no, eight years, sorry. Before that, and I didn't know the guy and we lived here for six months. After that, I found a job as a pastry chef, got sponsored I got an 01 visa for three years uh, and worked for a big movie company who did, uh, you know, big movies for the stars. You know, I, I traveled to Fiji around the world with okay. A-list stars. Yes. And that was very exciting at the time, you know, um, and we broke up. She went home. I stayed, became roommates with her brother and and I've been here since. I've been here for 22 years almost now. It's like time just flies, you know. <laughs> it sure does. But when did uh, Archangel Mike, uh, Gabriel start stepping in and the channeling? I don't know much about that. So what's your experience that, and did you believe in these kind of things prior to? 
Well, it's funny. I grew up in Denmark, as I said, and then it's very low key religious wise. You know, it's like very. We are Christian, you know, but it's not definitely not the Bible Belt. It's very like Christmas confirmation, baptisms, and death. You know, that's the only times you go to church. Basically, it's like so. It's a, I didn't have a really heavy spiritual um, upbringing either. Mm-hmm. So that all came self-sourced or came like, uh, you know, activated my gifts over the years. It's like, and that was a big part of why I, I moved here. I feel like feel drawn to, there was so much knowledge here and so many people. Um, and, and I feel that's when my awakening started it really, you know, um, after the accident, it was like, it was no question. It was like, I moved my mom and dad are still in Denmark. My brother's in Denmark. I didn't have any problem with moving myself over here and start a new life. You know, it's like, it seemed like the right thing to do. It was like, no questions asked, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. um, so I feel Gabriel was with me the whole time. It's a funny connection. It's, 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 I did a lot of past life, uh, regressions and that stuff. Um, and in, in one of them, I actually was Archangel Gabriel. He stepped up through me. And and I say I channel him, but it's really a part of me. That's hard for a lot of people to get, I guess. But it, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, it, for all of us, you know, that's what it is. It's like we are fractions of uh, soul, fractions of many things, you know. Because I've been around since the beginning of time, almost, you know, uh, so many lifetimes and so many different incarnations, so many bodies, you know. Um, so it was not foreign to me when I was told that the first time, and then I. I looked into it and then connected with spirit and, and double checked. And I continuously do that, you know, learned how to connect with my higher self and, and spirit, you know, which is me, you know? Um, and then, and that's all about that, taking that powers back and then learning that you are, you know, you are creating your universe. You are creating your reality, whatever goes on in the inside, you reflect on the outside, you know, I do believe that without a doubt. And, and that's what I preach and I, I teach, you know, uh, to clients, business clients. Uh, I help Rachel, uh, you know, teach her classes sometimes. I mean, it's her classes. She's doing it. I'm just assisting. Um, but still, it's like we have that masculine. We're doing sacred counterpart relationship. We have a website. We do a lot of work together, live feeds and stuff. That's well, Rachel to- Kirkland, just for Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. You're in a relationship with her, and she was a guest on this show not too long ago, maybe like 20 episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, she was. She's amazing, and 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 she is uh, uh, the real thing as well, you know. So it's like there's a reason why we aligned when we did. It's a little more than a year ago, um, because we reached the same frequency individually. About we both found the sacred balance between the masculine and the feminine, mm-hmm. and that made us able to step into a sacred relationship, which was the next milestone in our lives. It was like, we could only take it so far individually. So now like to, to change the templates for relationships, we had to work together, you know, like, and, and I mean, that opened up doors. And I mean, it's, it's really amazing because having somebody who understands what you're talking about and, and going through the same and, and having the same connections to the, to the universe and the spiritual, you know, it's, it's such a life changer, I know. I'd like to have that for myself <laughs> as a single woman. Do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some and, and, great and I, guy that gets me, uh, you know, be nice. That's the thing you preach, you know, and it's really about finding uh, another version of you. That's beautiful. And that sounds uh, in the old, I guess, 
templates and stuff, it sounds like, oh, you don't want to date yourself. But now you do because you don't want to do the opposite. You know, opposite attracting was like it was polarized. It was like you are actually triggering each other uh, constantly and activating. And there was a need for that at that time. But now we had the 5D and above. So now it's really about you finding the yourself and by you fully finding yourself and being fully aligned with you, then you create that on the outside. And right. then whoever has done the work too will reflect that. And then you are basically dating yourself in a way, you know, because you create your partner, so, so to speak, you know? Mm-hmm. Like-minded uh, soul. Yeah. yeah. I can think you'd go further on your journey to have someone who's a champion in your corner that knows and is on the same journey than somebody that you have to explain everything to. <laughs> Peter, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the awakening, though, because um, did it happen over time? Was it just hearing in a past life regression that you're connected with Gabriel or did you start having some signs and things that happened that you knew? Because for me, uh, I, I've i done a lot of meditation. I've done lots of courses and, and things, but I never quite feel that I'm connecting with somebody or another spirit or something. So I'd like to know what that experience was for you. It, it did take place over the last 25 years with the trigger point, of course, being my accident. Um and I, before that, too, I knew, I always knew I was safe. You know, I always felt somebody was looking over me, you know, not as profoundly as I know now. But it was like I always knew I felt that my intuition was attuned to it. You know, if I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, it was like, get out, you know, kind of. Um, I just knew. And and it wasn't until later on I, I really pinpointed into Gabriel. Because, um, like I said, I have so many past lives that there's many fragments of different, you know, incarnations that Gabriel is one of them. So it's really about you tuning into that frequency, the angel frequency. And the more I, I aligned with that, that was actually years ago, I, I started doing um, Kundalini uh, yoga as well. Like, so it, I feel like it all came together. And I, I also got divorced seven years ago, uh, left a, a 10 year marriage. It was like, a lot of things was like I had to go through the basics in a way. Mm-hmm. And then it was like you've been activated. You need to do your work now. Kind of That's kind of the feeling. It's like you've you got to step up and, and what you're doing right now is not serving your highest good. It's not, you know, you're not standing fully in yourself. And it was like I just could not. It's like you exiting the matrix in a way. And I was like I just got that strong calling, you know, something has to change and and. and you being called, you know, and then that was around 2000 and let's see, 11, 12, yeah, 10, 11, yeah. And what so, do we know? so often, Peter, I hear from our guests that it was something tragic. I mean, it could be the accident, it could be the divorce, it could be when a loved one dies and experiencing grief. It's those kind of things that crack you open and can start us on our spiritual journey. So it sounds like, like it was just time for you. Yeah, I had several of those in my life, I guess, you know, I, mean, I only got the worst ones, but like the accident and that is like, it, it, it's really that, you know, it's time to step into a different timeline or do a quantum leap or, or you know, uh, fully align with your path. And, and and that's what I feel in like the last seven years more than ever that now it really, I'm like, 
just surrendering to the flow of life and letting go of the materialistic, you know, don't, I just, you just can't, it doesn't, it's like the same with what you eat and stuff, you know, when you awaken, you know, it's like, you start listening to what your body wants, you know, what you crave, not what, whatever it is, you know, start eating less meat and non, no meat, you know, and no alcohol and because it's just a feeling you feel like it doesn't resonate with my frequency. It's, it's going to lower my frequency, you know, it's like, it's a natural, like with the more you get in tune, the less of all that happens, you know, like the drama, you know, you set up boundaries, you, you start engage, I mean, stop engaging in those relationships that's not serving your highest good, you know, if it's family, if it's friendships, you know, it's like, it's just a natural process, as you know, and, and it's, the more you do it, the more clear and pure it becomes, and, and the more and, and you're stepping into your truth, and it's really beautiful, it's like, I, I, so I was talking to Rachel about it, I think it was yesterday, we walked on the beach, and I was like, there's a lot of people, I think, in my life that think I could be better at being certain things, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, related to being a, a, a good worker or being a good whatever, you know, <laughs> in the matrix kind of thing, you know, but I am and never been disaligned in my life with my highest self and speaking my truth and my throat chakra being fully activated and I'm just speaking fully clearly, you know, channeling my highest self. And when you do that, it's like there is no remembering what to say or, 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 or watch what you say, like, because it's just coming through freely you know, you're fully aligned with it. So then it just becomes divine, you know, it really does. Yeah. I, you know, my biggest wish for every human being, and I wish I could do this myself, is to remember who we are 24-7, to wake up and realize that, you know, I'm a soul having a human experience. And so I might get into an argument with someone, well, what would that soul do? Oh, maybe I'd be compassionate and forgiving and see things from their point of view. Um, that, that to me sounds what it would like be like to be aligned with our higher selves is to really get it and practice it and know it and not buy into the illusion that we are just flesh and bones, <laughs> human beings, that this life is it. Does that make sense? Totally. And, and that's about, I, I mean, affirmations, I teach people this too and, and advise clients, you know, it's like, speak to yourself you know ask you uh, am i the highest version of myself or what would the highest version of me do in this instance you know like and this is daily affirmations you know, i am my higher self i am my triggerless self my unbiased self you know like i'm standing fully in my truth i am love i am christ consciousness i am i still gabriel in my case you know like by giving yourself these affirmations every day you start fully living it more and more and more and more and more you know like you're fully stepping into it and you align with that frequency fully you know and and i i believe that is the best way to do it uh in my because it is a tricky one you know from that human experience you know <laughs> and then you rise up to a higher frequency and then you're like whatever matter down there it does it's not even a, a issue up there you know this is so interesting so um yeah it's 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 quite a journey like when you do a full kundalini awakening as well um, and you just tap into that so core soul energy you know the light body you are and, and you can go on and on like do a diamond alignment where you channel light both ways it's, it's such a gift because you, you you become a beacon you just you you channel light and 
like codes and, and, and activation out wherever you go and you don't deplete it because you have set up boundaries like it's going to invigorate you. So by you just being a pure channel of light, you just allow it to, to feed whoever needs it and ready for it, you know? Yeah, it's an interesting conversation because it's these are things we don't ever talk about on the show. There's, we um, I, In a minute, I want to ask you about your opinion on the afterlife. But once we really get that we are, I always say, souls having a human experience, I love how you say, what would the highest version of me do? Because once we get, like really get to our core that our loved ones didn't die, the death is an illusion, energy can never die, they're still around, all of a sudden you start looking at who am I and what is my life for? So I think it's natural for us to want to be that highest version of ourselves. So some of the things you're talking about, I've never heard of before, no offense, but (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of things I've never heard of before, but I do think all of us want to be the best version of us. And um, so often we think, if I only had a great job, I could be successful and then I'd make lots of money. Whereas being the best version of ourselves is if we put in, we're already successful. Then we yes. start doing the the actions that an already successful person would do. And then ultimately the results follow. So it's doing it in reverse and it works. So putting in first, let me be the highest version of me. And if we can remember that, I think we would have different results in our life. Well, that's the thing. And you, you hit it spot on, you know, it's like about saying that and, and, and do that affirmation for yourself every day, but also like believe you're already there. I know it's not something in the future because then it's always going to be in the future by believing it's already happened. Mm-hmm. You're already in it. Then, then you're fully stepping into the now. And that's the only place you can create. You cannot create in the future or in the past. It's only in the now. And, and by fully embodying that, then, then you limitless because you can step into any timeline then. You know, because we have millions of timelines, parallel timelines, you know, different scenarios, different outcomes for any situation. It's about tapping into where you really want to be. Where would my highest version of me be? You know, where, how does it feel to be there already? You know, like I'm already there. That's mm-hmm. really how you really align with your highest self and standing your truth is by, it's a feeling. You, you guide and you think with your heart, not your brain, because the brain can't comprehend that. Simply can't make sense of that. It's like, when you connect with your multi-dimensional senses and all your gifts, it's like, it's not separated. It's one, you know, it's like you listen with your feelings, you hear what you see with your feelings, you know, like it becomes your voice as well. It's like, you know, you if it feels right, it's right because feelings never lie to you. Your brain will, uh, because uh, it's con- conditioned, you know? So it's like when you learn to do that more and more, and then you learn how to practice, you know, where do I want to be? How does it feel to be there and then make that you now? It's really, it's amazing what you can do to change your life. Yeah, you these know? are these are concepts that, like even the different dimensions and things, it's kind of mind-boggling to me. And one way I heard somebody explain it was, imagine you're playing a computer video game and there's all these different scenarios. And if you turn the guy left, all these things could happen. If you turn the guy right, all these things could happen. If this happens, something else will happen. And if we think in our lives that in this very moment, just whether it's making a phone call or being happy or taking a small action, like it could totally change which avenue we take. So the way I can easily think about it is like the video game, because it's, I think it's a hard concept to get your mind around. 
But it's so true, and it's, it's a really good way to to put it into perspective, you know. And I again, that's something I, I help. Like you said yourself, you would love to align with with another version of you, the perfect partner, you know, the perfect reflection of you uh, who could complement you and, and and energy melt with you and fully activate all of you uh, to take you to the next level, you know. And what I say to to my clients and, and friends is that create that you know how does it feel to be with this person how does it look look you know meaning using all your senses you know like how does it look by feeling like having romance with them eating with them traveling with them whatever you enjoy doing you know because what you enjoy doing is what they enjoy doing too funny enough funny (laughs) enough (laughs) so it's about feel how it feels and then you start creating that and you're attracting it you know, and then you sending out the flags, you know, like I'm here and then it will show up. It will show up. There really is so much to our feelings and our intention and things that I used to think were crazy that these new age people believed in. And now here I am all these years later thinking, wow, there's actually books and scientific research on intention, prayer, the whole being uh, to change results, it's it's real stuff. And Quantum think, entanglement, yeah. you know, tunneling, leaping, all of it. Yes, it's like it's it's it hard before. hard for my mind to go around. I had a quantum physicist on talking who turned medium, which is great, uh, and he was describing the afterlife and the the spirit realm and all that in the terms of energy and quantum mechanics. And I thought. Oh my gosh. I mean, and like I said, he was a, a physicist that took a course at the Arthur Finley College on mediumship and became a medium. So to combine the two is just like, oh my gosh. Oh, Alan Huguenot is his name, if anybody wants to look up that episode. But let me ask you, do you believe in the afterlife? Because our show is called We Don't Die. And if yes, why? I mean, have you had any experiences yourself or with the um, meditations or anything? Well, yes and no, because I don't feel there's an after. I don't feel there's the distinction between the two. It's like if you choose to go there, you have all the realities at once. You just pick where you want to go, and that's another thing I feel like right now. The veil is so thin or non-existing between the lifetime or the what some perceive as the afterlife. You know, like you can connect because it's energy, like we talked about. It's in spirits. You know, it's like in in the in the spirit world you know you have access to all of it you know like when we go to sleep and when the astral astral traveling every night we are limitless you know we can go anywhere you know what i mean so when you learn how to tap into that through meditation and 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 just on a daily basis and lucid dreaming as well you have access to it all the time and when you allow the signs and you ask your spirits and your angels to where we want to connect with to channel either through you or show you signs or communicate to you, then you realize that there is, to me, there's no before and after, you know, it's like, it's all of there. It's just you picking which, what side you want to be on or not side, but like, you know, you, you have access to all of it. That's what I feel. Um, and we are, we don't die. Like the title of the show, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we continue on. We, we do take different bodies, you know, again and again and again, because we chose to, I, I do actually have this um, premonition that for years that this was my last lifetime and I, it got confirmed to me many times. But what that means is that 
I think <laughs> what that means is that it, this is kind of the graduation stage. And I think a lot of people feel that because we are in the golden age now, um, astrologically and, and we are rising from the 3d to the 5d and above. So we, a lot of us, since there's so many of us here on earth now, we chose to be here because we wanted to be a part of this transition from the lower to the higher. So it's like, we wanted to be a part of this, feel how it feels like to rise in vibration. You know, it's like your soul get that expansion, you know, the, the growth, like we chose it. That's what I believe. And so I, I feel that, you know, well, be next. I don't know. It could be a different planet. It could be, you know, and then most likely I will come back, you know? So, um, back to your question about the afterlife. Um, I, I believe it's all one. It's all about perspective, you know. It's all about how you uh, allow your, your your expansion or your your you know your mind, so to speak, your, your perception to work. You know, mm-hmm. have how, you had, how much you limit yourself. You know, have you had any of your family members or loved ones that you've been able to tap into that other dimension that have their bodies are no longer here, but they still exist? Yeah, uh, oh, heck yeah. Um, I have, I mean, the uncle, grandmother, I mean, I was, yes, many, 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 many. Um, and it's like, I really, I guess there have been a couple of times I did it purposely, but otherwise they just showed up, you know, uh, for some reason. Uh, I also have two cats, spirit animals, you know, as mm. well. Sweet. And very, they see so much more than we see, you know, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, but you can feel so, yeah. their energy. Yes, and I do medium ships as well with clients, you know, when when needed, when they ask, and then I just mm-hmm. tap into their loved ones who passed away, fathers, sons, kids, whatever you know. Uh, and it's very, it's a very simple process, you know. After I fully got activated as a psychic, you know, uh, through years of practice, and I did take some classes, some places, and then studied and and hypnotherapist uh, to fully open certain things in my gifts that I didn't feel that was fully uh, open. Um, after that's fully opened up, then you really have access to all of it. You know, it's like, it's not just clairvoyance or claircognizance. It's like when you work on all of it, it's become one again, you know, the oneness, you know, wow, so you I have access great. to all of it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's a, <laughs> Of course, it's probably easier to comprehend for if you are psychic yourself, um, but it's really about you tuning into creation, you know, like 360 degrees, you know, you just connect with everything, you know? I think all of us want to get to that point, or we might not think about it, but, you know, what would it be like? Because I think when we're no longer of this planet, we are in, say, the spirit world or the invisible world, which I know is real because I say this often, we can't see the wireless internet around us or radio waves, but it's a very weird, uh, real world. And so I think the bodies disappear, but our energy still does exist. Um, but to be able to tap into that, I think there's many of us that would just love that, just to have a little taste of what that's like. And I think for each one of us, things are possible. Uh, you know, I never in a million years Peter thought I would even be talking about the afterlife because I was someone who didn't believe in any of this kind of stuff. So some of the things you're saying, my mind wrestles with because I'm thinking, what is he talking about? Three dimension, five dimension. <laughs> ah! But as a human being, it's 
it's like, okay, be open. What's possible that I don't know yet? And it's what I don't know that I don't know. And I think that's a great journey to be on to learn. Well, you're doing such a service, you know, just doing what you do. And, and that's the thing. We teach others, you know, getting out of our own way and get help them getting out of their way, you know, because it is like we have all these blockages, you know, and, and limitations we put on ourselves or society over thousands of years put on us so we didn't believe that we were more than, right? you know, physical body and that was it. You're dead and you go to hell or whatever, you know. Um, which when you take those powers back and you, you open yourself up and you see the full picture, you know, like you observe, you don't identify with that, you know, then you just see there's so much more, you know, and when you fully learn to explore, it, it gives you more, you know, uh, of course, encouragement to do it more. And then you just, you'd never stop, you know, you never stop expanding, you know, <laughs> it's like the more you get contact, the more you tap into it, the more you, you activate and the more, I don't want to say more you want, because it's like, it's just a natural process. It's like, you know, you are so much bigger, you know, so like it's, that's our journey, you know, to fully embody our highest version of ourselves and our multidimensional body, um, which ultimately is that we tap into the mass consciousness, which is what we're going through right now. Is like, instead of like the school systems who teach us how to memorize everything, when that's why a lot of kids, including myself, I had a hard time with, with exams and stuff and memorize stuff because my my being didn't work that way. You know, it's like when you learn to tap into the mass consciousness, you have access to all information at all times, you know, when you learn how to channel it. Um, and that's a big concept as well that people have a hard time wrapping their head around, you know, but mm -hmm. it's really about you don't think as a... a individual so much you know you think like you know you do say what would the highest version of myself do but again it's like if if you are me and i'm you and everybody in my reality is basically a, a something i created then it becomes you know the mass consciousness by you thinking like every accent every word everything i do is like what would the best version of us do kind of thing you know like do you know what i mean i, I do and i think it's actually very empowering if we look at our life from the view I created it. And whether you believe it or not in the moment, it's so powerful because you can stop making other people wrong and say, ah, maybe I was supposed to learn this or, you know, something like that. And um, it takes us out of being, yeah, like I said, blaming other person and then now being responsible. And yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting. I want to ask you what it's like to channel Gabriel and what, what does that look like? Is it something that you click, go into a trance and you speak? Is it something that you go into an altered state and you can just be there? What is that like? It's really beautiful. Actually, I, I start by bringing Archangel Gabriel's Legion of Angels in first and surround me and my client, or if I by myself, if I just do it to clear my house and I ask the Legion of Angels to remove any wandering spirits or anything that's not of the light and bring that back to their loved ones where they'll get the help they need to move on. And then I bring in the angelic ream, which is Gabriel. I can't tip into others too, because again, the consciousness, the, the, the mass consciousness I was talked about before, that also exists within the angelic ream. So when you tap in as a certain frequency, they all become one as well. So you 
that no separation is like they come from the same light, you know, like Gabriel, uh, Michael, Raphael, you, you know. So it's really, it's like when I tap in and allow, then start channeling, I ask the client first, you know, what do you want to focus the session on? Is it love? Is it jobs? Is it health? Is it? And then we start, I start channeling and I allow it to, it comes in through my crown and down through my well of dreams and my bag and then my neck, you know, and out through my mouth. And I, that's a big part of, you know, learning to channel is that you don't second guess it. You don't try to make it sound right. You just allow it to flow through. Like when you're standing in your higher self and you just speak your truth, you know, like you just allow it to come through just the way and it comes out just the way they need to hear, you know. Sometimes I have like, I, I last weekend I had a client who's like, I, I keep seeing three, three, three. And she was like, she was blown away because she just had, so said with a, Another therapist to think a numerologist or something, and they, they talked about threes and da 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 da, and, and and so many things. It 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 triggered something in her, like it was confirmation, you know. It's like so I don't second guess it. I I deliver it the way it comes through, um, and it's it, it, when you do that a full day. If I do a festival or something, uh, I'm on a spiritual high, like. Some people would probably, I don't drink, I don't smoke, anything. So, but it's like you can compare, it's like you want to feel so high, like you like so much energy. It's like it takes me two or three hours to wind down afterward. And it's just, it's like you're in this bliss, you know, it's like such a gift. It's like you just, and people look at my eyes and then people start crying, you know, I give hugs and people cry. It's like it's so, and I'm just being me and I'm allowing it to channel through me, you know, but. People, they just feel their presence, you know, embodied through me, you know? That's pretty great. And it is. And that's such a gift in itself. I mean, it just makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm here to do, you know, like I'm allowing it, that expression. And I set that intention before I work, every time I work, you know, not only to be the highest version of myself and, and you know, a channel, a divine channel of wisdom and truth, but also... I allow ascended masters and all that angels to work through me if if they if they have a need to with this client, you know. If if for some reason they have a from the other side, you know, they need to do any kind of work, I allow to be the instrument and allow them to work through me as I'm working as well, the Gabriel, you know. Wow, it sounds and like a lot of healing could take place as well. Yeah, but you you you're in this energy and it it it's not just I'm delivering it to the client, but I'm in it too. So that's such a gift in itself. It's like, I just feel it. And like, God, it's like, I can do this all day, you know? <laughs> and that, that's really what it comes down to, you know, when you love what you do and, and you see the profound results in people's lives, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's, it's makes it all worth it, you know? Mm. Yeah, I know. And I, I know what it's like to be around somebody that's, I uh, say that they're operating on a higher frequency. I mean, it just feels good. There are some people, I think we all know them, that it's just, it's just joyful to be with them. You want to be with them. You're attracted to them. It just feels good to be around them. And it sounds like you're one of those type people. Well, thank you. But that is the thing, is the feeling that you spot on. It's like if the cats come up to you, if your kids come up to you and want to hug you, or, or people, you know, it's like you know you're doing something right, you know. You know what I mean? It's like It's like because you... You just unconditionally love people and, and you just allow that energy, you know, you don't, you're not being stingy with your energy, you know, you if, if it's needed there, you just allow it to flow through and it, that's really what it comes down to and it's love, that is the core frequency what we're made of, I believe, you know, it's like when you really tap into love and I think you said something earlier about, I forget how, about how people comprehend how to channel and stuff, but 
I think one of the best ways to get into it is just by aligning with the, the frequency and the feeling of love because it's so pure and unconditional. It's like that's really where you want to go. And when you feel that, it's just it aligns you with everything else in your life. It's like, does that make sense? It's like you just. Yeah. Would we, though, as a practice, say I'm having a bad day <laughs> and I thought, oh, Peter said to align with the frequency of love, what would I do? Would I actually think of a time in my life that I felt love or a person I, or even my cat that I feel love for? I mean, would I have to draw upon that and try to remember to kind of activate that feeling? That's a, that's a good idea. I don't personally do that. It's an ongoing thing. And I think the more you do it and make it a, a daily practice, then it, it is not a big deal to get back into it. But at first, yes, uh, that might be a good uh, way of getting there. Like uh, Eckhart Tolle, he wrote the book, The Power of Now, a little uh, practicing. Great, great book. Awesome. The practice, the small version handbook, it was like my Bible for years. Uh, with relationships or getting out of your mind and getting out of your own way you know it's like that's one of them then like listening to to uh, binary tones like the miracle frequency miracle tones uh, singing balls sound bath um, kundalini yoga get in the sun it's a huge one for me the masculine i'm pulling down the sun i hike in nature it's like i, I like to hike by myself i get out there for an hour or something and i just after the first 20 minutes, I, I unload or everything that had to unload, like negativity or whatever I know I, I've been struggling with. And then I just tune into the frequency, the heartbeat of Earth is like the 5D which Gaia is in now. It's like you can feel it in every limb of my body. I just feel the vibration, you know, and it's it's. I stop and I, I, I meditate uh, once in a while uh, during the trip, you know, I mean the, the hike. And when you start feeling that and connecting into that, then you know what to feel for, you know? It's like first time somebody teaches you how to, whatever, ride a bicycle, you know? It's, it's like when you learn it once, then you know it since then, you know? It's like, so it's about learning how to really feel what, what it feels like when you tree, hug a tree or... So I, it's many things, small things you have to implement, in my opinion, that makes it easier because you change your life by, by changing the way you do things, you know, like to make a change, you have to change something, you know. So it's really about aligning with what feels good to you. And then, you know, that could, for me, that's the things I like to do. I know other people like to go to, I, I do like to go to the ocean too, but um some people resonate more with other things, you know, or go to a concert or something, you know, it's like, it's really about what, what makes you feel, feel the best version good. of yourself, you know? Yeah. I want to ask you before we end, uh, a lot of the listeners here, we are joined by grief. I hate to say it, but it, I think it's very often that either someone has a loved one whose body has died or they're facing their own mortality, being diagnosed with a, an illness, and we start thinking about who are we, what is our life for? You know, we could be in a lot of pain. Could someone who's in pain, say of grief, come to you? And would there be, with one of the different modalities that you use, a way to help someone feel better, raise their vibration? What, what would that be? Yes, very much. I, I have many many clients where I, I taught them how to do diamond alignment and how I do it basically is at first I energy melt with their permission with them 
and I connect with their higher self. Basically, I feel what they feel by going into their body. So I can feel where there's blockages, if it's the throat chakra, the crown, anywhere. And learning how to clear that out first and then learn how to channel energy from Gaia up through you, up through your crown, and then from the cosmos down through your crown and down through your feet. So both ways at the same time and do a diamond alignment. And and I have many clients I, I by stepping into their body and, and doing it with them for them sometimes having them feel how it feels to be connected 360 degrees, you know, degrees, like, boom, it's like, it's like expansion. It's like, boom, it's like, and I can feel it when the crowns are lighting up. And then I just, after that, this used to trigger, you know, then I, I you just feel the light body just like expand, like, boom. It's like, it's such a beautiful feeling, not just for them, but for me too, because I'm in it, you know, it's like, and that's what I do. And I, I work with, with, with clients with that and connect with their loved ones and I, I go in communicate with them if when needed and 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 a lot of it is connected to ascension uh, guidance as well because we're all going through it if we want to or not you know it's like we're all getting our gifts back so a lot of people don't realize it like they start feeling things seeing things that they really can't explain but by putting that into context or 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 explaining to them what's really going on, like ascension flu, you know, and, and headaches and, and so forth, you know, um, light body, body upgrades and stuff. And people, they feel it and they feel like something wrong with them. But by learning that, you know, you're actually either in two worlds or, or you're coming into your body too fast. You, you can setting up boundaries, you know, with your higher self, say, I don't want to come into my, my physical body when you astral travel at nighttime. If you wake up with a headache, you know, it's like, it's all about guiding people. Like everybody comes with different set of uh, experiences and, and things they would love to work on. So it's really about individually work on that. But it's such a pleasure to be, you know, the instrument or the, the helper who can, can guide them, you know. Yeah. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. I, it's interesting because I'm I, um, trying to picture some of this. And like I said, some of it's new to me. But I also know that you're have your eyes set on service and making a difference in people's lives. Do you also do um, angel readings? I do, uh, but the way I do it, if I do a typical reading at a, at a trade show or expo or stuff, is that I take, a, I pull a card at the end of the session. Mm-hmm. That's my, my trade kind of thing. Nine times out of 10, it confirms what we just talked about, what I just channeled to them. And that's really powerful for people to like, whoa, we, you just said that to me, <laughs> you know? So, I don't base this reading on the card. I do it the opposite. And then I think that's unique. Um, and I really had good feedback with that. You know, it's, it's, it, it blows me away too, honestly, you know, really like, God, it was like, that is spot on, you know? Yeah. My, it's just, my first entry ahead. into all of this years ago is someone had given me a deck of angel cards and I thought they were cute, but I thought, you know, any card you pull is going to be the right advice for you for you because you can always fit your life into one of the cards so I wasn't even open and um, seven days out of nine I think it was every time I pulled a card I got the same exact card no matter how much I shuffled and the card said music on it and I thought what does that mean so I started playing music more often and then the next thing that happened was I started hearing in my mind songs and then next thing you know they'd come on the radio and so it was just a very gentle entry into there's more to 
life than meets the eye because I really wasn't open to any psychic abilities or anything like that. So it all happened with a deck of angel cards and, you know, just it was that affirmation that, okay, if that's possible, what else is possible? So that led the whole now almost 20 year chain of events to get me interested in this whole world. So, I love that. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's what it's all about. It's about us allowing ourselves to grow fully. And that is the reason why we're here. We're having a soul, I mean, a human experience in our souls, but it's a soul expansion as well. You know, it's like really about being the fullness of it. You know, it's like really, if we don't make it this time, then we come back and try again next time. Okay. We've been doing that for so long. You know, it's like, it's not till you get to this point that you really live, you know? Yeah, I think I it's great. And I also feel like this, there's a lot of new things that you, said in this interview that are new concepts for me that I've never heard of. And so while it's new for me, it's I'm always listening in for how does this apply to my life. And I want to just tell you, thank you, because what I really got to my core out of this is the whole being and whether you call it vibrating on a certain frequency or feeling the feeling that I want. It's like I'm, I'm really left with that after this interview that I can change that frequency, change that feeling, change that way of being, feel something, really picture it and sink my teeth into it. What would it be like as if it's already happened? And, you know, we've heard these kind of things before, but I think for me personally, that's something I, I needed to hear again. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. And that's the thing. It is really not that hard to change the frequency or change the feeling. You know, if you're in a bad mood in one morning, you know, it's really it's a conscious decision to change. You know, like you said, you can think about a scenario or experience where you felt really good. But it's all about changing that vibration. And it's really easy if you allow yourself to believe that and do it, you know? Yeah, Peter, this is great. Do you have any uh, words that you want to share that's maybe something I didn't ask you that you think you want to share about? Or I'd love to know how people can get in touch with you. But just maybe tune into um, Gabriel. Well, it might take a little longer than just on the spot. But just are there any closing words that would really make a difference for all of us today? Well, I am telling into Gabriel really fast. Um I feel like he want to say something. It's like we we are all doing the right thing and we are all on the right path, and it's it's happening faster than we realize. It's like everything is being arranged behind the scenes, so to speak. You know, it's like whatever we don't perceive is is it's again it's the feeling thing. It's it's it everything's gonna be okay. You know, it's it's really there's no need to worry. There's so many media and so forth, you know, who's trying to grab your attention and, and lower your vibration to worry and fear, but disconnect from that and just know you're safe. Because if you do tap into the highest version of yourself and, and tune into your heart and really feel it, then I would say all of us, we know if you really allow yourself to tune in, you know that everything will be okay. That's really great. I heard someone also say, everything is working to your advantage. And it may not feel yes. that way. And it might take 10 years down the road before you look back and say, ah, that's why I had to go through that to be here right now. So to trust, to know you're safe, to not worry, everything is okay. Those are beautiful words. Thank you. And, and again, 10 years is all in perspective. You know, if you feel how that feels now, 
Yeah. Then you start creating it now. Hmm. You've given us How, a lot to think like? about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me happy and that makes me feel like I did something right, you know, because that is really what it is. If I can trigger something in somebody else to make them think and ask and, 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 and feel, you know, that's what it's all about. Well, it's interesting because as much as my brain might be trying to, I don't want to use the word struggle, but it, they're new concepts for me. I think any course that I go to or pay money for, I want to learn something new. I want to be stretched. I want to be open to new ideas. It wouldn't be much fun for a guest to come on and tell me everything that I already know and believe, you know, stretch my mind, give me <laughs> something else to think about. So it's been really great. That makes me happy. And I yeah. feel the same way. Is That's how we learn and expand, you know, it's like how we live. Yeah. Yep, I Cheat agree. and learn, the law of one. Wow. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? Well, uh, my website, uh, www.channelingartsangel.com or on Facebook. I uh, I don't have a business page still because I felt like it was too much to do too. But <laughs> So okay. under my name, Peter Hansen, um, and I, it, it does mention what I do and, and everything. I use it mostly as a business page actually, you know, so – I do, I connect with so many people there and I do live feeds sometimes. We do live feeds together, me and Rachel Kirkland as well. We just did one this last week um, on sacred relationships where we, we answer questions from the masculine, divine masculine, divine feminine. And I do sessions. I do a lot of shows. I travel a lot. I work in San Antonio. I work in California and Santa Monica every month and then travel around the country and do different shows there. And I work on Skype. And on the phone, I have clients in Australia, I have in Portugal, I have in Denmark, I have in all over the United States, Hawaii. So there's no limits. It's like technology really works in our favor now. Yes, it does. It helps connect the world. Well, I yeah. thank you. And there's no doubt there's some listeners here that have been looking into some of the things you've mentioned. And this is just the perfect interview uh, that they needed to hear. And for me, it just – I'm really truly left with – um, like I said earlier, what would the highest version of me do? You know, if we can take that into our daily lives, I think that would be just great. I think we'd be different people, experience different things, have much higher quality feelings, and have uh, more love and greater results. Right. It's like getting out of our own way, you know? It's really about that. Yeah. So, Peter Hansen, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you, Sandra. It was such a pleasure. It really, it's, it's what I do and that's what you do. And it, it feels there's no accidents, you know, there's a reason why we connected and every relationship and every interaction with any person, any soul in this lifetime, there's a, there's a reason and a purpose for that, you know? Yeah. And earlier you said the numbers three, 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 and those happen to be my numbers when things are going tough or if I'm not sure if I'm on the right path. It's 33333 that shows up. And while we were talking, it turned 333, just as I looked up at my clock. No way. <laughs> and yeah, it's, and we're in a different time zone recording this. Um, but then also you mentioned 333. I'm like, well, this is what I need to hear. <laughs> so it's great. Well, our listener, for you who's spent this last hour listening to Peter and I, thank you for being here. As always, all past episodes are available on wedontdieradio.com. We're now up to 245 episodes. And uh, I met a nice friend in 
um, Scottsdale, Arizona at the last afterlife symposium, who's listened to every episode three times. And, uh, he was blown away to see meet me in person and hear my voice coming from me, a human. And it's so, I'm so grateful. And thank you for, to him and to everybody. Cause even if you haven't revisited episodes from way back when some of the beginning ones, I think you're in a different place in your life and you've learned and you've grown. And so it might be like hearing it new again. So thank you for the time to thank you for listening. Really. Thank you. And feel free to visit me at the afterlife symposium. Uh, you go to afterlifesymposium.org to find out more. And last year it did sell out early. So if it's something you're interested in, uh, cutting edge information about the afterlife, how to have a good life, you know, what's happening with afterlife communication. I think it's a great place to be at. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I've been your host on We Don't Die Radio. I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. So make it a great day. I thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.